this is Ann Johnson, and on this week's episode of Medical Musings, we'll be talking to someone whose unique background gives them an interesting perspective on their genetic history. Our special guest today is Belinda Johnson. Hi, Ann. Belinda was adopted as a baby. Belinda, how did being adopted affect your attitude towards health while you were growing up? Well, my mother was a juvenile diabetic, so I grew up with um, a mother who had a chronic illness. So I was always concerned about health, and so I thought about this a lot. Did your adopted mother's health issues make you more interested in finding your birth mother? Absolutely, and not only that, but I had a friend who had died from ovarian cancer, and so that really um, struck a chord with me. Then I had two daughters after that, and was really concerned about what kind of genetic um, markers or whatever I would be giving uh, to them. So after this, you were inspired to find your birth mother. How did you go about finding her? Well, I made the decision with my family to communicate with the state. Um, You can request non-identifying information, so you have to pay a fee. And um, so it was a big deal. And then uh, when I did receive that information, it was super exciting because the information was very detailed I had a super uh, social worker who went into great detail about my mother's eye color, her hair color, um, her brothers, her mom, her dad. Um, It was just really great information. That made me just even more interested. But what really uh, made me want to actually locate her was they had um, in there that she came back to the hospital after she left dressing me in a sweater, hat, and booties that she had made me, knitted for me while she was pregnant with me, came back and dressed me in that and sent me off to my new home. And after that, I just could not believe it and thought, I have got to find her. So what did you do next after you made this decision? Well, um... I went back to the state and said, okay, I really want to find her. So they said, oh, it's going to take, you know, six to eight weeks. Well, six to eight weeks came and went. And so I got a little anxious. So I went out on the internet. And back then there was not much internet, but there was a little bit. And when was this? This was in 2000. Okay. And the... So they had these, you know, websites where you could go, and I put the information out there for adoptees that were searching for their parents. and The non-identifying information. Yeah, the non-identifying information. And, you know, it, it takes a lot to put that kind of information out there because you don't really want to share this kind of information with anyone. But, but at this point, I was like, well, you know, I'm already out here. So anyway, so a search angel, that's what she called herself, or themselves, um, found her information and communicated it with me. And I ended up sharing that information with the state and asked them to verify this information. It was just super exciting time. What kind of information was this new information? Uh, her name, and I think they gave me her address too, but I can't 
quite remember, but I just had to get that information through the state because I didn't know whether or not to trust this information or not. Um, and so it was really exciting. After the state verified this information about your birth mother, how did you begin communicating with her? Well, we had, as a family, had to really, um, you know, think about this because we didn't want to put our family at risk. We didn't know who this person was or what her family was going to be like. Um, and we didn't know how she would feel about us. So there was a lot of things that we had to think about. So we tried to start off slowly. So back in the day, in 2000, they had IMing, instant messaging, through the computer. And we did that, and we emailed. And I think it took us about three or four months communicating that way before I felt comfortable, because she, she immediately felt comfortable to her. So, it, you know, we just had to take it a little slow. And then eventually we, we um, talked on the phone, which was very exciting. And then we ended up meeting. Um, and it was really sweet. What was your relationship like after you met? It was really nice to be able to meet her and my uh, new family. <laughs> I have a, a couple of brothers and a stepsister and stepbrother. And so it was really nice to, to, to get to know the family. And I'm pretty close with one of my brothers and his family. And my mother and I, we talk all the time and we're pretty close and we really enjoy each other and it seems like we've always known each other. So were you satisfied with what you knew about your health information after getting to know your mom? Mostly I was um, because most things for women I, I believe are passed down through the maternal line so um, I was pretty happy about that um, but there's always that little missing piece and so what was the missing piece? Just not knowing who your father or who any of your paternal uh, relatives are or anything about them. Did you decide to do anything to fill in that gap where your paternal side of the family was? Well, you know, they have all these really great programs these days or, you know, like the 23andMe and the Geno and the Geo. Ge uh, National Geographic, all of these things, the Helix. So they're all very exciting. Um, and so I thought about maybe it might be kind of fun to do that and see what comes up. So I did the 23andMe. So have your 23andMe results given you more clarity about your family history? Well, I think it's really neat and it's a lot of fun. Um, it's it more entertaining than anything else. Um, my mother is going to do it. So for Mother's Day, I have sent her early her kit for 23andMe. And I think once she does it, um, it's my understanding that it'll help to identify who of the, I guess, matches in my genome are more likely to be um, in the maternal line versus the paternal. So that might open up some more interesting information once she does it. 
What do you mean by people that are matches to your genome? Well, it's so interesting because they have this one section that you know, talks about your DNA relatives. And so in that group, I have like over a thousand relatives. Um, and so it's really super cool for someone who grew up in their entire life not knowing anyone that had any, um, you know, you didn't have a bond with genetically. So um, it's really kind of neat to know now that I have a, over a thousand relatives. So that's super cool. But most of them are second cousins and up. So none of them are really close because it's based on the amount of people and the type of people that actually do the test. Have you been able to contact any of these DNA relatives that 23andMe informed you about? Well, I really haven't uh, reached out to anyone yet. I communicated with one second cousin who was anonymous and had a little message, um, but I haven't heard anything back. So um, I think it's just going to take some time, and um, I'm just going to have to spend some time looking at it. And I think uh, it, it actually changes all the time depending on who um, act, who does the test. And so you have to just keep checking back and seeing who else, as um, far as your new DNA relatives are, are joining the group. Well, thank you so much for telling us about that part of your journey. Would you recommend 23andMe or other DNA testing kits to people like you who are unsure of their genetic heritage? Yes, I think it's very entertaining. And I also um, paid for the health and wellness part of it. And it did give me whether or not I had traits for specific types of diseases. So I hope that that helps you know, me and my family to know, it, it gives me a lot of relief and I'm hoping that it's pretty accurate that some of those markers are, I don't have those markers. So uh, that makes me feel a lot better. So I, I think so. I think it's a lot of fun. Well, thank you so much for joining us today, Belinda. Your story was very informative. Thanks for having me, Ian. All right. Well, you guys can catch us next week on more stories of Medical Musings! <laughs>